Welcome to the Recent Speeches podcast presented by BYU Speeches, featuring inspiring new devotionals and forums given each week on BYU campus. Be sure to check out our other podcasts by searching BYU Speeches wherever you get your podcasts or by visiting speeches.byu.edu slash podcasts. Good morning and welcome to the beginning of the school year. President Reese and I are so excited to start this semester together with all of you. We're looking forward to meeting you, and we can't wait to get to know you better. We love you and are praying for you as you start this new semester. Preparing for this devotional has brought to mind my first semester at BYU. I grew up in a very small town in Utah called Holden, which has a population of about 400. President Reese is always quick to tell me that he thinks this number includes cattle. Not true. (laughs) The population would double if you included the cattle. (laughs) I loved growing up in Holden. People often ask me what we did for fun in such a small town. Aside from cow tipping and snipe hunting, we did things like camping, water skiing, driving up and down Main Street, which we called Dragging Main, going to the one-screen movie theater, taking piano and dance lessons, and of course, driving up to Provo to go to the BYU football games. Ever since I was a a little girl, I have loved BYU. For as long as I can remember, my nightly prayer always included two things. One was that I would find a man who I loved and could take me to the temple. President Reese wanted me to say that I got more than I bargained for. (laughs) I also got smart, funny, athletic, and incredibly (laughs) good-looking. I appreciate Dr. David Wingate for letting me use that last AI-generated image. (laughs) The second thing I prayed for every day is that I would go to BYU. My parents were huge BYU fans, and all of my siblings graduated from BYU. Even my grandma would listen to BYU basketball games on the radio in her living room. It is fair to say that I come from a long line of avid BYU fans. Part of what I love about BYU is that it is a place where I feel both comfort and comfortable, and feeling feeling comfortable and feeling comforted are different. Feeling uncomfortable is a necessary part of life. It often helps us grow and test our capacity to do hard things. My level of comfort at BYU wasn't always high. My freshman year was an exciting time for me, but there were many challenges. My classes were a lot harder than I was expecting. It felt like I had to study harder and longer than everyone around me. I struggled to juggle my student job with my studies. Learning to live with roommates was very different than living at home. It's fair to say that my first few weeks were not comfortable in several dimensions. Perhaps some here today can relate. Different from being comfortable is feeling comfort. Feeling comfort, especially from the Savior and through the Holy Ghost, can bring a sense of peace and strength into our lives that will help us overcome and endure life's challenges. One of the many people in my life who has always been a source of comfort is my grandma. I remember coming down with the chickenpox when I was about eight years old. I could not go to school, and my mom taught first grade, so she would drop me off at my grandma's house on her way to school. Going to grandma's house was the best. 
She would feed me homemade bread and butter and let me watch Scooby-Doo and Shirley Temple reruns all day. I felt so comfortable at her home. I never wanted to go to school again. I may have even faked being sick for just a few days so that I could feel my grandma's comfort. Besides chicken pox and my freshman year, there have been many times in my life when I have been uncomfortable, like having to give a devotional talk to 20,000 people. <laughs> How could I find comfort when I had to do something that made me so uncomfortable? In the scriptures, Alma finds comfort in Christ. O Lord, wilt thou comfort my soul and give unto me success, and also my fellow laborers who are with me? Yea, even all these wilt thou comfort, O Lord? Yea, wilt thou comfort their souls in Christ? To find comfort that is long-lasting, we can turn to Christ. He will comfort our souls in ways that no one else can. While driving to Provo one day, I was worrying about this devotional, and I thought to myself, I can't do this. Almost immediately, I had the distinct impression of the Lord saying He loved me, trusted me, and would be a source of comfort to me. In Isaiah chapter 41, verse 10, it says, Fear thou not, for I am with thee. Be not dismayed, for I will strengthen thee. Yea, I will help thee. To me, this scripture reassures us that the Lord will comfort us even in our most difficult times. There are many ways to find comfort in Christ, but today I want to focus on three specific actions. The first way we can find comfort in Christ is to love the Lord and speak with Him daily through prayer. The first and great commandment is to love the Lord thy God with all thy heart and with all thy soul and with all thy mind. Through personal experience, I know that prayers can be a source of peace and comfort for each of you in whatever you are going through. Personal prayer strengthens our relationship with the Lord, and in turn, He provides us comfort and support. In Alma chapter 37, Alma is entrusting care of the sacred plates to his son Helaman and shares some fatherly advice which includes the perfect formula for staying close to the Lord. Yea, and cry unto God for all thy support. Yea, let all thy thoughts be directed unto the Lord. Counsel with the Lord in all thy doings, and he will direct thee for good. As we pray and counsel with the Lord daily, our relationship with him will be strengthened. We will feel his love, and he will guide and direct our paths. The second way we can find comfort in Christ is to follow the second and great commandment to love our neighbor as ourselves. We can show love to our neighbor by serving and ministering to them. I want to share a story from one of my daughters from her freshman year at BYU. She said, quote, During my freshman year at BYU, I was assigned what was then a visiting teacher from my ward. This sister came and introduced herself to me my first day at church. We small-talked for a bit with questions like, what's your favorite drink, foods, hobbies, etc.? I didn't think much of the conversation and went throughout the semester with occasional texts from this sister to check in and an occasional drop, occasional drop by to share a message. Finals week came and I remember feeling completely overwhelmed. I was spending hours and hours in the library each day studying and ending the day exhausted. I remember in these hours feeling alone and unimportant. 
I came home one night after a long night in the library to find a bottle of apple juice and a handwritten note next to my door. I picked up the note. It was from my visiting sister. The card read something like, I hope you're doing okay during finals. You have been on my mind all week, and I wanted to find a way to serve you, but knew you were busy and wouldn't be home much. I remembered when we talked that first Sunday, you told me your favorite drink was apple juice. It's not much, but hopefully it's enough to get you through the next few days. I love you. In reality, this was a small gesture, but to me, it spoke volumes to God's power to answer our prayers. I'm grateful that this sister was so Christ-centered that she was able to forget her own finals week stresses to serve me." Close quote. As you go throughout this semester, think of someone you could serve. Be aware of those around you who may be struggling. It doesn't have to be something big, but look for a way to serve that would be meaningful to them. Serving others will draw you closer to the Savior. Elder Christofferson's talk on the doctrine of belonging suggests that belonging or feeling comfortable happens when we sacrifice and serve others. When we do this, we not only feel the comfort in Christ, but help others feel it as well. The third way we can find comfort in Christ is by going to the temple. Whether it be to sit on the temple grounds and look at the beautiful surroundings or go inside to make sacred covenants, we can feel peace and comfort there. As Elder Quentin L. Cook reminded us a few weeks ago, the close proximity of so many temples to BYU is no coincidence. I hope you will take time to visit the temple regularly during this semester. It will help you find answers to your prayers, learn more about the Savior, and strengthen your testimony of Him. A few years ago, my son was getting ready to leave on his mission. He went through the Payson Temple in August of 2020, a time you will all recognize as being in the middle of the pandemic. At that time, there was so much we didn't know. We didn't know how long the pandemic would last. We didn't know when we would be able to resume normal lives. And we didn't know who might be next to get sick. It was a time of uncertainty and distress for so many of us. Because our visit was during the pandemic, we were only allowed a limited number of family members in the temple. It was a unique experience as we put on our masks and went inside. I didn't see anyone else in the temple aside from the temple workers. It was as if we had the whole temple to ourselves. It was also the first time all of our children were, be, were able to be in the temple together with us. Words cannot describe the peace and comfort I felt to be surrounded by my family in the house of the Lord during a time of turbulence and uncertainty. The temple can be a place of peace in our most difficult times. President Russell M. Nelson reiterated the peace and safety that comes from being in the temple when he said, If you don't yet love to attend the temple, go more often, not less. Let the Lord, through His Spirit, teach and inspire you there. I promise you that over time, the temple will become a place of safety, solace, and revelation. There will be times in life when you will feel uncomfortable, but that does not mean you cannot be comforted. Please remember that you have access to the greatest source of comfort of all, who can be with you at all times. If you will strive to access the Savior's power through prayer, service, and temple attendance, I promise that you will find comfort in Christ. 
God is with you. He knows you. He will strengthen you and help you. He loves you. In the name of Jesus Christ, amen. You've been listening to the Recent Speeches podcast presented by BYU Speeches. Please check out our other podcasts, including classic speeches taken from our vast audio library, as well as other BYU Speeches compilations on love and marriage, overcoming adversity, by study and by faith. Come follow me, the prophet Joseph Smith, and Jesus Christ, our Savior and Redeemer. Go to speeches.byu.edu and click on podcasts for more information. You can also find all BYU Speeches podcasts at your preferred podcast provider.